for the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I cannot get clean in public settings. Is it the ply of the toilet paper? Might be the ply. Or do my insides know you're not on your home base? I'm going to make this extra smeary like trying to get peanut butter out of shag carpeting. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Welcome in. It is the final day of T-Bone's vacation. Just a two-hour extravaganza today. And so I've decided to have a different friend with me. Friend is a loose term. In each of the hours, I'm starting the show with local celebrity, 10TV's Adam King. You called me your friend. I, 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 think said, we that, can I said that's a loose term. I think we can wrap right now. That, that means the most. I'm going to write that down. I want to point out that as we were getting ready for the show... This idiot is putting product in his hair. <laughs> it's a force of habit. Like you're getting ready. It's for the the fan online. If you want to watch the fan right, TV, no, the don't fan watch. TV. Don't watch. Fantastic. You've got a suit on that's just hugging your body. Did you get that from Yarmo's Taylor? I I uh, dress for the job that I want, and I want your job. And you wear a suit every well, day. No. Every day you walk in here. Looking like an NBA player You've before got to the get game. Much fatter. If you want to be on the radio, you have to get much fatter. What does it feel? What does it feel like for you to know that you are just Dom Tiberi and Dave Holmes falling down a well from being the number one sports guy in the I, city of Columbus? I'm not number one. You're number one in people's hearts. That's all that matters. But in terms of stature and salary, no, you're I, not number one. Uh, not yeah, even close. I do, I. Uh, I've never thought about it that way. I mean, I guess the third string quarterback's always got to be ready to go in. Well, I, I'm just saying, if you're somebody out there who wants to see Adam King succeed, and you just <laughs> happen to see Dom Tiberi and, and Dave Holmes standing next to a well, push him in. Because then this guy, number one spot. This uh, ad is not sponsored by Adam King. I just want that out there. Uh, we have a condensed show today, so Tool of the Week's going to come up at 4.34. My, my guest host in the 4 o'clock hour is my good friend, Lori Schmidt. She will be here, too. Is that because you didn't trust me to do both I, hours? I don't trust you, no. This is a trial period here. If you don't embarrass yourself, maybe you can come back. All right, locked you, in. You have an hour. Ready to go. Are you still dating Miss America? Can I talk <laughs> about that? She was Miss Illinois. And uh, I am still happily in a relationship. You're, you're in a relationship with I her. I am. All right. Can I ask you questions about that whole situation? Um, I. Uh, How close was she to becoming Miss America? She did really well at Miss America. She uh, she was top 10. She won the talent. Top 10. There's 50 states. That's pretty good. Hey, that's that's And and she won the talent prelim. She what put, was her talent? She plays the violin. She does a phenomenal job. It's that's, unbelievable. That's very nice. Yeah. You know, we have some audio of uh, of her during the competition. Part of me, part of me believes this, and part of me doesn't. No, I, I have some audio of her speaking at the competition. Would you like to hear it? I'm looking at Ted over here. Ted, is no, this a real? Teddy, this is real, right? I mean, you know the audio that I'm going to play. This audio is real. It's real. Right. It's from a, a pageant it's, contestant. It's real. Hit me with it. Let's take a listen. I personally believe 
that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future. Mm. So that audio was of someone who definitely was not top 10. That, uh, was, uh, that was the Miss Teen USA pageant. USA. That was South Miss Carolina. America. Miss America is where it's at. That's, That's from 2007. Nice. But yet I play it all the time. I think she you wound up had that doing ready. porn. That woman? I think so. Well. Teddy, Teddy would know. Teddy, did Miss South Teen South Carolina do porn? I don't think so. I think Te that's Teddy, false. What, Teddy, why are you so on the ball here? We've talked about her before, and I think we did research her. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm going to say. Teddy pulled up. Porn. He's got a whole folder over there. Te yes. <laughs> Jeez. He was ready to go for that question. All right. Introductions out of the way. Adam King is here. He's number three, but he's number one in our hearts, and he dates Miss America. That's all you need to know. Don't correct me and okay. say she finished top ten. Just go with it. Okay. Radio is where you embellish. TV, you have to be serious and read off a prompter. We're embellishing here. Just say you're dating Miss America. People will believe you because they don't care. Can I say I'm a millionaire? If you'd like. I'm right up there. I got that live money. Oh, they paid you? Yeah. They gave me $100 million Look to come you. work at 10TV and sponsor the LIV tour. So you're helping build the brand locally. Yes, uh, they actually, they actually, this is this is the truth. Liv paid me a hundred million to never come near their events. Okay, they said we don't want that golf ever shining any light on us. We had the Field of Dreams game last night. Reds lose to the Cubs. Did you watch the game last night? What'd you think about it? I think that it is such a cool concept, and every uh, I feel a butt coming. Well, everything leading up to the game is amazing, but the game was fine. I mean, the game was a baseball game. Now, the first time they did this, the walk-off, the excitement, that was amazing. But I feel like now the leading up is very cool. But then they got on the field, and it was just the Reds and the Cubs playing baseball. See, I want them to take it to the extreme. I know they got the old-timey uniforms, and they got you know people dressing up like old-timey you know, 1920s-era baseball. I want it to the extreme. I don't want to see a Corona advertisement behind home plate. I... I understand that they didn't have television when they were supposed to be playing this game, right? But still, I want stripped-down graphics as much as you possibly can. I want organ music when they walk up to the plate, not walk-up music. I want them to fully embrace, for one day and one day only, baseball of the past. They got halfway there. I, living on a prayer. I, now, I was going to say, you are living on a prayer there, because I think where they are now... Five years ago, you would have said, no way we ever get to that. I mean, the fact that they have fully embraced so much, I get what you're saying. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Do it. Way. Go. But I uh, I don't know. I, I think you still got to make that money. Corona's got to make that money. The MLB's got to make that money. Now, you could put Big League Chew on the back of, uh, you know, behind home plate and, and that. Well, but, see, that would be all right. Yeah. But I don't think. Or some tow truck dealership. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like you give away the sponsorship. Some local tow truck dealership then wins the jackpot. I think Kevin Costner should have to play in that game every year. 
he would play in that game every year. He has to switch a new team every year. I would not turn my TV off. There was a hologram in the game last night. I wanted to see dead Ray Liotta coming out of the corn during an inning mm-hmm. where you didn't tell the players. We didn't see that. Instead, we saw Harry Carey singing the seventh inning stretch. I don't know why we keep using holograms because every time I hear about holograms, it's like, oh my God, it's like the real thing. And then I see it and it's like, no, someone dropped an Xbox game into real life. We think we have technology that we don't have. We talk about how great it is and then we see it in practice and you're like, oh yeah, looks like a video game just popped into real life. Holograms are not like people go to hologram concerts. Whitney Houston, they have hologram concerts. Michael Jackson, they have hologram. I don't get it. Like, obviously, it's not real. What's the difference between me sitting at home watching on my flat screen and you putting not a great projection up on a stage? Other than my seats are worse and it's smaller up there. Teddy, when I die, if they ever decide to use a hologram of me, I want you to put the kibosh on that. I don't want to be a hologram. I don't know. I mean, if that keeps me in a job, then I'm going to continue on with that. Do you think Harry Carey would want to be a hologram? Maybe that was his dying wish. That's what he said to Dutchie when he was when he was dying. He said, "I want on his last that's right. Michelob, I be, or whatever the hell he was drinking." <laughs> I want to be the seventh inning stretch at the uh, Field of Dreams, the game. Field of Dreams game, twenty twenty two. That's the dream. And you know what? Somewhere, Harry Carey, that was his moment. And one day, one day, it's going to be a hologram of Common Man in that chair. No, yep. And we're just gonna, what we're going to do is piece together different sound bites. From years past, so no one will know that you've ever died. It'll just sound like a new I, show I, every day. I pretty much just say the same thing over and over again anyway. Well, that makes our life Pee-pee, even easier. boo fart joke, yell about something no one cares about. Right, Teddy? How hard would yeah. that be? Well, That's Ted's pretty- got that folder. He's ready to go. He's got he's got everything ready to go. Yeah, we'll just dump it all into a computer, and then we'll it'll spit it out, and we'll have a whole show. I love it. We have the uh, Little League World Series on in here. I've been engrossed with this really the last couple days. Yes, because I'm fascinated. Like today, uh, I think it was the uh, Missouri team. Number three hitter for Missouri, 12 years old, six feet tall. <sighs> looks like a grown-ass man. Looks like a grown-ass man, albeit who now, hasn't uh, really gone through puberty Was it yet. bench warmers? Are we sure he... No. Uh, was, was he holding a piece of paper? Facially, he looked like he was 12. Okay. But he had the body of a man. Okay. I'm trying to say this without feeling disgusting. <laughs> it's hard for me to do. But he had the face of a 12-year-old, had the body of a man. Six feet tall, number three hitter. Number four hitter, same team, same age. 12 years old, 4'11". Now you tell me how that's fair. You tell me how that works out in life. Well? Six foot tall guy, and they're one spot away from each other in the batting order. Let's let's go down a dark hole. So I really loved basketball. Um I was about three foot five until eighth grade, and I had this dream of playing. I don't believe you were three five. I, I, I were think, you from my family lineage? I, I think Thumbelina was taller than I, and uh, I have to say that there was there was a tough moment when everyone around me was beginning to tower over me, and I'm at basketball tryouts, and it looks like I should be at the uh, third grade tryouts for the eighth grade team, and and you know at that point, you know what you have to think about, common man. You know what I said to myself in that moment? What? I said, I got to go be on TV because I'm not going to be able to play sports. See, I was the complete opposite. When I was 10 years old, I was 5'6". Really? And I played first base, and I, everybody would pick me for basketball. 
And then guess what? how tall I am now? Five, six and a half. Just did not grow anymore after that. That's tough. I, for the uh, listeners at home, there's there's a tear coming down his eye right now. I can, mm-hmm. this is. It's like the littering Indian. He's just, t- I'm crying. One single lone yeah, tear. This is this is deep down Thinking about heart. what could have been. What could have been. In think, my sports prowess. I mean, I'm not saying you would have been an NBA star, but I mean, it was a pretty foregone conclusion, right? I was dead eye from the outside. It's, I mean. I had the size. I had everything. Now you just know me as a fat 42-year-old. That's but back in the day, spry. Spry. All right. Now the hard part's out of the way. The easy part is next. Next segment, I'm going to ask you all about your thoughts on Deshaun Watson. And remember, remember now, there are many wrong answers. I, okay? <laughs> I have two and a half minutes to get ready. I am just saying, you're, I, I know you a little bit. You're a very shallow individual. Thank you. We're going to get into the deep part of the pool coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Look out for a crash on Broad Street at Nelson Road. And you have slow traffic on 71 southbound between Hudson Street and Broad Street. Some slow traffic on 71 southbound between Polaris Parkway and 270. This report is sponsored by Pirani's Hockey World. Got some old hockey gear you've been looking to get rid of? Sideline Swap will be on hand the last two days of the Pirani's Hockey World annual summer summer sale event in Westerville, August 4th to the 14th to purchase your lightly used sports gear. Don't miss it. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The show is much better looking today. Because with me for this 3 o'clock hour, 10 TV's Adam King. He's a sexy man. I uh, I thought you were saying that because you picked your favorite shirt out today. My just my black V-neck shirt? Yeah. Is that not, is that not your favorite shirt? I think I look slimmer in it, which is why I wear it. Is that what they said in the ad when they tried to sell you on it? No. Land's End. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting older. Just buy the straight, no logo, nothing. When you tell me it's uh, from Sam's Club, then you're old. And I have, well, Timmy goes to Sam's Club. I have seven of these same shirts. See, it's your favorite. When I find a pair of shoes that I like, I will go and buy 12 of them. I could see that. All I, I mean, the same it, clothes if, if in my it closet. Works, who are you trying to impress at this point? Well, see, my wife would say you should try to impress me, but I, I don't. Who cares at this point? We're moving things around today. Tool of the week because we're just two hour show, three to five because we have brown stuff coming up at five. Tool of the week is coming up at four thirty four. Send in your Twitter tools now. Vote for Adam King. I'm at here Man for and it. Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Uh, Browns are playing the Jags tonight. Like I said, our coverage starts at 5. Kick, I think, is at 7. I would have bet everything that I had that the NFL would not have allowed Deshaun Watson to start this game. But as of now, he's going to start this game. We saw reports that he would accept a punishment of 8 games and $5 million. The NFL is, of course, appealing the 6-game suspension. They want to at least year-long suspension. How does this resolve itself? I can't believe we're at this point. I thought expedited meant maybe Tuesday or Wednesday we would see something done. I didn't think we'd be here 321 on a Friday and still nothing happening. I think 
It's the same boat that we've been in the entire summer, which is nobody knows when there's an end time to this, even when there was an end time. Even when Sue Robinson came out with her report, there was still kind of like, well, it feels like the NFL is going to appeal. And at this point, I mean, Deshaun Watson can play in the preseason game and and the Browns aren't going to keep him out. No, I know he can. I'm surprised the league is not. Well, what stepping can, in. What and, can the league say? Well, they, they can, Roger Goodell can come out right now if he wanted to. I know he appointed this other jabron to rule on the appeal. Roger Goodell can rule on the appeal right now and say, a year, because I said. Now sue me in court, but it's a year because I said so. But then you create the problem of the NFLPA has come up with this whole bargaining process to go through Sue Robinson, to go through a federally appointed judge. Yeah, but ultimately they left all the power with Roger Goodell I, uh, in the CBA. But then the next time they sit down to negotiate the CBA. Well, see that? I don't believe that for a second because I thought the last go around, well, we're going to be in for a prolonged stoppage because the players are going to want this and this and this. We're not going to play 17 games. We're not going to let Roger Goodell have all this power. At the end of the day, they flashed some more money at him, said you can smoke a little weed, and they signed, signed right on the dotted line very quickly. Here's where I can't believe Roger Goodell, and here's where I think the precedent absolutely is hurting the NFL right now, is that Calvin Ridley made a bet on an NFL game, and they said that he compromised the sanctity of football or whatever their exact wording was and suspended him for a year. And now you look at what's going on with Deshaun Watson. They almost have to go for the year because in no world does that make any sense that betting $1,000 on an NFL game and what Deshaun Watson is allegedly accused of have the same punishment. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it, 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 the NFL has created the biggest problem for themselves in having zero structure when they hand out suspensions. They have, I mean, and I listen, I understand there's no chart in an office that says if this happens, this happens in this many games, but there has to be some semblance of a rule or at least something that says, hey, you know, this is what we did last time. This should be the new precedent. And instead... It's just like, well, we didn't like the six games, so now we're going to fight it. And and honestly, you're right at the end of this, Common Man, because it is just going to be what Roger Goodell wants. That's, that's how that's this works. Why are we playing this game yeah. then with Sue Robinson in the first place? I, you have the power to do it, so rule. You think it should be a one-year suspension or an indefinite suspension, however you want to word it? Then go ahead and do it. Rip the Band-Aid off. I feel like that is more detrimental to the Browns than anything. I mean, the Browns are staring down a situation where the season kicks off in, what, less than a month? And they don't know who's going to be their starting quarterback. Technically, it starts out tonight. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you want to get Jacoby Brissett as many first-team reps as you possibly can? Yet at camp, they still have Deshaun Watson taking the first-team reps. Yeah. And now I'm reading stories today about, well, if if the suspension's even longer, maybe they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to do this again? With Jimmy Garoppolo, we don't even know if he's healthy enough to throw a damn football. And even when he has gone out there, he's been hurt every single year for the last three years. We're going to do this? I mean, the Browns had Baker Mayfield. And whether your thoughts on Baker are that he's good or that he's awful, he is a sufficient quarterback in the NFL. He is better than Jacoby Brissett, I would say. And you traded him away with the unknown that this was a possibility, that you could be sitting here on August 12th not knowing what's going on with Deshaun Watson, and and now this is this is where you're at. Mainly because Roger Goodell wants to drag... You're right, expedited? This is not expedited. We've been dealing with this 
forever. I, I don't know why it's, it's taking this long. They they came out and said there's not going to be another hearing. There's just, the evidence is going to be presented to whatever this other guy's name is, who Roger Goodell wants to rule on this. I don't know why we're fooling around with it. Let's go. This should be done before the first preseason game. Look, the Browns did this to themselves. I'm, I'm not. I don't yeah. feel sorry for the Browns per se. I do feel sorry for the football fan who just wants to sit down and watch their favorite team and not have to worry about all this crap. But they've been thrust into this. Yeah. You know, I, I understand why people just want to unplug from life and watch football and get away from it. You're not going to be able to. You're not even be able to enjoy this guy from a football player's standpoint because you know what you're going to hear about on the broadcast tonight. It's the whole conversation. It's, the, it's, it's yeah, but, all the conversation. But, but understand, I mean, you can't... Let me stand up for the broadcasters. No, you. I mean, but that has to be no, the story. I, I know you have that, to tell the story. I get it. But, but they shouldn't be put in a position yes. where they have to tell the story. Yes. But I mean, that's, that's what I was going to say is, it's the only story that matters, but it shouldn't exist anymore. It should be done with, written. We had months, months to solve this thing. And yet here we sit. Life, see, to me, life is more nuanced than, you know, when I say I feel sorry for the fans, you know, some people will say, why are you sticking up for Deshaun Watson? No, I can't stand Deshaun Watson. If I was on the grand jury, he'd probably be sitting in jail. All right. I, I, there's nothing I like about that guy. I do not defend him. I do not defend the Browns organization. I do not defend the fans that just go to training camp and cheer for anybody who's wearing their team's colors just because... Life is more nuanced than that. I do, though, feel sorry for the person that just wants to sit down and watch a football game. Yeah. This should be a distraction from everyday life. Tonight should be an exciting night for Browns fans that and they can go instead, home. Instead, it's just going to be another you know, talking point on news TV. Talking Heads, Tucker Carlson, MSNBCs, all those types of shows. They're going to dig their heels into this and cover it like a news story. Because it is. But all you want to do is watch football or listen to it here on The Fan. Wow. How about that? Did you hear that, Ted? What a magical, magical transition that was. He's a genius. Uh, a lot more confidence about Ohio State football, and that makes me more nervous. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Currently, we're looking at a crash on East Broad at Nelson Road and another crash on Neal Avenue at Vine Street. On the freeways, you have slow traffic, 71 southbound between Hudson and East Broad, and slow traffic on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand's mission is to keep pets happy and safe with their forever families as part of their From Shelter to Forever Home initiative. They are donating $10,000 to one lucky animal shelter. Visit InvisibleFence.com to nominate your favorite shelter and help pets find their forever homes. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday, special time for Tool of the Week today. 434, Tool of the Week. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. 10TV's Adam King is with me this hour, doing a fantastic job, looking well, very handsome. Thank you. I was just going to ask how I was doing. G- great. Do you have a scorecard over there? As a matter of fact, I think I'm done. 
I think it's just there it you is, ladies and gentlemen, and Teddy for the rest of the show. Teddy, what do you think? Good. Um, I have no problem with that, but I just don't like you getting the benefit of having to do nothing and I guess well, go Well, you can home, break out or? that hologram of me. Oh, Teddy, we weren't ready yet. <laughs> you said you had the hologram. We were working on it. Okay. Yeah, trying. I want to get your take on uh, what we're about to see, Ohio State football. Okay. Because every single thing that I read is everything is great. The defense is going to be top 10, if not top 5. This is one of the best offenses in the country. Uh, Vegas says at least 12-point favorite in every single game. I saw Jerry Palm had his bowl projections the other day, has the Buckeyes finishing undefeated, uh, number two seed in the playoffs, playing Georgia in the Fiesta Bowl. There is not one person that I hear out there, not one talking head that I hear out there that has any caution or negative thing to say about Ohio State football. And I think you know this by now. I'm a little bit of an odd guy. All of this certainty is making me very uncomfortable. You're over at practice all the time. You're watching these guys. Should we be so confident? Do you believe what everybody's saying? Got to watch the full practice yesterday for the first time. Yeah. Two hours. And I have to say, I understand the confidence. I really do. And I think a lot of it comes back to Jim Knowles. And I think it comes back to the idea that an outside mind has walked into that that defensive room and said, look at this talent. What in the world happened last year? How could this talent not be top five in the country? I guess that's what I have. I have such a hard time wrapping my head around that because, look, I know that not all coaches are created equal, but... You're going to tell me scheme makes that big of a difference. Not scheme. Not scheme. All right, tell I, me. Now, I agree scheme does make some difference. But I think the bigger thing is just coaching. The The thing that I hear so often from these guys when they talk about Jim Knowles is that he's just the smartest man in the room. And it's so easy to learn from someone who's the smartest man in the room and who wants to, to teach you and wants you to grow. And he's... And they all say this. He's very specific about why they're doing what they're doing, which is something many have said they have not been coached in their career, is the idea of if I tell you to do this, I'm going to give you the reason why. The reason why. So you know on Saturdays, this is why you have to do it. And I'm actually, I mean, he's playing Pictionary with these guys. He's playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. When he starts the meetings, he's turning on music so that he can relate to these guys. He lets them pick the playlist he want, I mean, he walked in and completely overhauled this defense. Whether they say that he didn't or not, he really did. He, it, it may look similar to last year at times, but this is a brand new mindset. I know what you're saying, but it strikes me as funny that a way to relate to 19-year-olds is to play a game show that was on the air now, 25 years ago. Now, hold ago. on. You're telling me when you were in math class and the teacher said, we got a test coming up, and all of a sudden she said, hey, we're going to put Wheel of Fortune up on Let the board. Let me tell you something, buddy. I was in the back of that room with with the headphones concealed, not listening to a damn word that that teacher was saying. Oh, I was and ready that's to, why I'm sitting here talking in, in a microphone right now. I was now. ready to win at math class Wheel of Fortune. I was ready. That got you going. I, of course. Team up with your buddies. Yeah. The, the guys in the football at the Woody are saying, man, I can't wait to get to practice today. I wonder if it's Pictionary Day or who wants to be a millionaire day. You know what? That would make me excited for camp. That would make me excited to go sweat for four I hours. I don't. Look, I'm not doubting anything you're saying. I've heard the same no, no, no. things. It's just everybody is so damn confident 
It drives me nuts. Give me a reason not to be confident. What I, is your... What no. is your... My psychosis is the answer. That's it. I, too... I, too, believe this is one of the best offenses in the country. And I think if they could play top 30 defense, let alone top 10 defense and top 5 defense, with this offense, it should be good enough to compete for a national championship. I believe all of that. The only limitation is my psychosis. And the thought that things could get turned around so quickly just because you have different voices. I'm not saying that's not important. Of course it is. But I hear, you know, Ryan Day come out and say, top 10 defense. And he should have those standards. And I said, well, wow, top 10 defense. Jim Knowles comes out. I wish he wouldn't have said top 10. I wish he would have said top 5. I'm waiting for somebody to come out and say, this is the greatest defense of all time. Before we see him do anything. Are are you ready for this? I asked him the question, the top 5 question. I said, what are your thoughts on Ryan Day? And he didn't seem like a guy that was scoffing or trying to make a soundbite or trying to pump up his team. He seemed like a guy who just... He believes it. He really... Be- I get it. And But the thing is, I have said this, and I, and I will go on the record again saying it, I don't think Notre Dame is a top five team. No, the fact I, that they're I, number... I agree with you. Okay, they're not. So, I think that Notre Dame game is great in looks. I think it's great in lead-up. I think it is a dream opener for a college football fan. I also think this is a Notre Dame team that could lose by 28 points. I agree with that. Okay, so then you go throughout that whole schedule, okay? Michigan, I think there's a lot of people that would tell you Ohio State's going to beat Michigan, even if nothing changed. I know, but see, that's the other thing that concerns me. I believe it too, but as much as I think that last year was just a fluky year in all areas for Ohio State and Michigan, especially during that game, they are the defending Big Ten champs. Let's stop brushing them aside like it's just a given that Ryan Day is going to win that game this year. There is a chance, albeit not a huge one, that they come in here this year, beat us for the second year in a row, and Ryan Day has a losing record against Michigan, and I start hitting the sauce. If, okay, think you, about you There's no scenario in your mind where that happens. Oh, of course there's a scenario. All right. And, and I'll that say, makes me feel a little better. I'll say this. If... Think about what Utah did to Ohio State. Remove Ohio State's offense. That defense was atrocious. Oh, trash. That it was, was trash. one of the worst defensive performances we've seen at Ohio State in it a was, long time. It was almost so bad. While I'm watching that game, there was a part of me that was actively rooting against my own team. That's, That's how bad know, it was. I know someone out there that felt that exact same way. That yes. thought, turn the game off. Just let them lose. What are let them doing? be humiliated. We're, lose. We're, we're already playing in a consolation Rose Bowl. It's not even that sexy Pac-12 matchup that we're used to. And Utah is running all over this field making us look stupid. What are we doing? Now, did you feel like that against Michigan? I felt like how in the world is this defense not stopping this run game? But if that's the defense that played Utah, and that's Michigan beating us, is where... Ohio State had the ball in the fourth quarter, cut it to a one-score lead, and needed one stop to win that yeah, but game. You knew you weren't going to get it. That's the but you're one stop away. But you now knew hit the it re- wasn't going to happen. That one stop because they couldn't get that one stop, they erraced everything. They fired everyone. They redid everything for one stop. It, you wasn't, don't think- it wasn't that one stop. It was all year long. Yes, but I'm saying you don't think that one stop they get that this year. 
I think they do. And I think that's the difference between this team playing for a national title and this team having a losing record and you get into the sauce, as you said. And and I think this year, the difference isn't that it's going to be the number one defense in the country. And I think if you're a Buckeye fan listening, that shouldn't be your goal. I mean, it can be your dream, but the, the goal is is a top 20 defense. And a top 20 defense leads to the Buckeyes raising a national championship. Oh, you, you, if you can guarantee me a top 20 defense, I'll be over the moon. They win the national title. With what I think this offense can do. All you, need, all you needed last year was a serviceable defense. And I think this year's defense is serviceable. I and I think right. this year's offense is better. And I also think JT Tuomaloau is going to have one of the biggest seasons you've seen from a Buckeye defensive lineman since number right. two. And, but if it doesn't happen, if all of this doesn't happen, you can put me in a dunk tank I'm, and throw I'm him. coming after you. All right. I'm going to throw you in the same well that Dom Tiberi and Dave Holmes are in right now. Well, who's number four? Ted, are you number four at 10 TV? Who's our number four sports uh, guy for TV? I think it's Tim Hall, actually. Oh, that's right. It probably would yeah. be Tim uh, Hall. Man, you're not ready for that. Yeah. You're not ready for Timmy on TV. I think they'd have, Yolanda, they'd, they'd have Yolanda Harris read the sports first. Would, would, would she be her or would she go and for a quick costume change and pretend to be someone else? And we all know, like, that's really Yolanda, but she's pretending to be someone else. Well, if she did, I would appreciate the dedication to the bit. Mm-hmm. Speaks in a British accent. Yeah. Puts on different clothes. Go for it. We've had Stranger Things on 10 TV, haven't we, Adam? It's 3.45. You don't, have, you don't, uh, have, you don't th- have to say 45 anything. minutes past the hour. You don't have to say anything. I like how that's your idea of radio, too. <laughs> Just the, t- <laughs> the time. Tom Brady's going on vacation. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Watch out for a crash on Neal Avenue at Vine Street, and you have slow traffic on 71 southbound between 11th Avenue and East Broad. Some more slow traffic on 70 eastbound between Mount Street and 315. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Just a two-hour show today. We're done at five because we have Browns preseason football for you. Special time for Tool of the Week is at 434. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Last segment for 10TV's Adam King. I can't believe it's the end. Does it uh, just fly right on by? I mean, it did. And and honestly, of all the moments I've had, this is the greatest. For sure, the greatest moment of my life. Of your life? Of my life. I mean, as we established earlier, you do date Miss America. Did anybody else hear that buzz? Was that... that was just, it? I didn't hear anything. You do date Miss America. Um, that is... That's, that is true. Anybody else hear that ding? Ted, am I here? I think my headphones are broken. But ding. What was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, she's not Miss America. She's Miss Illinois. Does she, does she live locally or is this long distance? I, I can't answer those questions. Wow, look at you. That is, a, that is confidential information. Let me tell you something. If you're going to do radio, you have to be a lot more open. I'm open about anything. Right, I'm just, an open book. No, Ask me anything. You're, you're, I just asked you a question. You're in television mode where you can keep secrets because you read four minutes off a prompter every single night. Four and, call and yourself a half a minutes. Four and a half. This is real theater of the mind here. We're doing three hours on most days. Two hours today. One yeah. hour for you. That's sad. 
can I just stay for the next hour? No, it's Lori Schmidt's hour. Don't take her hour. I she apologize. didn't take your hour. That's true. Lori didn't impede Long on time broadcast. I just saw Lori come in the studio. Teddy, will you agree with me? How long have you known Lori? I've known Lori for probably close to 20 years. How long have you known Lori? Yeah, probably about that length of time, yeah. Okay. Physically, doesn't she look exactly the same from the first time that you saw her? She is. She looks exactly she the same. She is a vampire. <laughs> the hat never changes. It's not just the hat. It's everything under the hat. That sounded dirty. You know what I mean. <laughs> what I mean is the woman doesn't age. That's what I mean. I see I all these say, people on QVC selling skincare routines. Whatever the hell Lori is doing, she should be selling it. She needs to be on Shark Tank? Yes. All she has to do is walk in, show a picture of herself from 25 years ago, and a picture of herself now. And, then and they say, you got a deal. You've got a deal. How much equity? Fantastic. Uh, did you wear Zubaz when you were a kid? You're probably too young for that. Are those how, the matching? No. How uh, old are you? Uh, 26. I'm 25. I'll be, I'll be 26 in... 15 days. That's disgusting. I didn't want to say it. Yeah. I, is so disgusting. So you have no concept of what Zubas are. I have a Google. All right, well, could I say a more millennial thing? Are you even classified as a millennial? I am. I am the end of being a millennial. I am. What's the, the next one? Uh, Gen Z. Is that right? No. Gen Z hosted with us earlier this week. Who's Gen Z? Oh, <laughs> that was good. No, no. That was good. That was well played. It's Gen Winters. Yeah. Gen W. Not Gen Z. That was well played. Google Zubas. Zubas. I right, see if you've ever seen those before. When I was when I was a kid, when I was banging, Zubas were all the rage, and I used to wear a pair of Zubas pants at least two days a week to school. And then you wonder why no girls let me touch their boobs. Wow. Yes. I am looking at Zubas. Yes, but now Zubas are back. The uh, the NFL is releasing new Zubas hats well, if I'm you want to do that. I'm looking right now at a picture of Dan Marino in Zubas. Mm-hmm. And I imagine how good a 13-year-old boy would look in Zubas because that's what I looked like. I'm not going to imagine that. I'm just going to keep looking at Dan Marino in Zubas. L.A. gear high tops because my parents were too cheap to were give me Reeboks or Jordans. I feel like you were the cool kid in school. No, well, you'd be wrong. Well, I, you know, you'd I'd like wrong. to actually, now that I know you were wearing Zubas, I would like to retract that. You want to know why I, I, I was, did okay in school? I'm ready. Because I, I didn't care who I was friends with. I didn't have clicks. My friends were the jocks. My friends were the nerds. My friends were the, you know, guys who lived on the other side of the tracks. I'm sorry, the other side of the track? Well, you know. Was there literal tracks or was this an expression? You, you know what I mean. The rougher side of town. Gotcha. I didn't care. As long as you were funny and nice, we could be friends. So I did okay. Plus all the girls liked me, but they didn't like me in the way that I wanted them to like Because me. of the Zubas. I, what would happen is I would befriend the girls and then I would, you know, I'd be the guy who gets them to laugh and all that. Ah, uh, you were in the friend zone. Then they would, they would confess all their boy troubles to me. Uh, and I would, like, wedge my way in and be like, well, you don't want to be with that guy. He doesn't see how special you are hmm. like I do. And then what would happen is enough time would go by. I would, I would confess my, my love. And I would get the same response. I am like a brother to me. I can't. I can't see that happening. Listeners out there, we have established that Common Man is a lifelong friend zone. Yes. He's stuck there. He was stuck well, there. Well, now I, I'm, I'm married ex- to a lovely woman for 15 years. Are you sure she doesn't think of you like a brother? 
Have you I'm asked? I'm quite sure she's porking somebody at home right now, but I don't really care. As long as he's gone and the sheets are changed by the time I get home, what's the difference? I don't care. Unreal. Too much time has passed. Unreal. We all can't be with Miss USA or Miss America, whatever the hell you're with. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I got to get to it at some point. Tom Brady is taking an extended absence, that too, from... Uh, Bucks camp. He'll be back on August 20th. When I first saw that he was going to be gone, I thought it was going to be like for a day. August. He's gone for eight days? Well, yeah. This started two days ago, so he's it's just longer he's just, than that. I have not seen So he's just going on a trip. He, I, we, nobody knows where he's going. No one's saying a damn thing. You think it's more plastic surgery? I think he's going to Europe to get like blood spinning and platelet And injections. that's how he keeps it going. That's, that's really what TB12 is? Yeah. It's not not eating nightshades. It's going to Europe for experimental blood platelet procedures. I don't know how, as a coach, you just say, okay, we'll see when you get back, Tom. I mean, he's Tom Brady, so of course that's what you say, but how does the show just go on? I, I mean, I mean, now if, if I'm Chris Godwin, I say, well, if Tom Brady can do it, I'd like to do it too. When did you get your first plastic surgery procedure? Uh, I haven't had one yet, but I'm scheduled in about an hour. <laughs> So I, that's, why daily thing. that's why Lori's That's why Lori's got to come in yeah. so you could go get sucked or tucked, whatever the hell you're doing. Liposuction there is what I meant. Don't time. look at me like that. <laughs> 97 won the fan TV. Saw a great yeah, reaction. That's right. Uh, thank you for coming in for the hour. You Thank you Maybe for having Maybe next time me. we can do two hours with you. And then do we get the full show eventually? Let's not get crazy. Okay, not getting crazy. Let's not get crazy. Ted, it's been a pleasure. Common man. It's been a lifelong dream. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. We, we really needed somebody for the Teddy hour. never sounds genuine with anything Yeah, I'm going to be honest. That did and not that's sound... that's why we're friends. Teddy sounded like he wanted me off I the know, air. I like it. My gal pal Lori Schmidt is up next. Common man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We're looking at a crash on Neal Avenue at Vine Street. Some slow traffic 71 southbound between 11th Avenue and East Broad. And some more slow traffic on US 33 eastbound between 270 and Gender. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Fan Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Just a two-hour show. This is the final hour because we have Browns football starting up at 5. Special time for Tool of the Week is 434. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Adam King was with me in the first hour. 10 TVs. Resident sex pot. He was here in the first hour. And now my old friend. Little backstory. Normally when people leave the fan, I'm glad to see him go. I'm glad they're dead. However, when some people leave, I get sad forever. Lori Schmidt's one of those people. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm, I'm really glad to be here. You're, and... so, you're such a liar. No, you guys haven't changed. You and Teddy both. Oh, stop it. You haven't changed. What skincare routine do you have? I, I do actually think that this is probably the same outfit I was wearing when I left. You could, you still have the same clothes, skin looks radiant, hat. Is this the same hat or do you change I'm up the hat? Sure, I have enough hats that it might be 
any one of a number of them. I'm glad you're here. Tell people what you're doing now. I am the assistant sports editor. Uh, emphasis on assistance so I don't get any of the responsibility uh, of the sports section of the Columbus Dispatch and enjoying it tremendously. I've been thinking that, uh, you know, I've been doing radio for a long time. I've been on this station for 19 years. I think it's time for a permanent feature for me in the dispatch. I, you know, I, I want I, a byline. I want a photo. I can, can imagine editing. Happen? I can imagine editing your work. I, that, Sounds like a very enjoyable think, experience. Maybe you and I can do it like a joint column together. I'm not sure about that. Okay, thanks, Ted. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, Mike. I don't know. How, how many column inches are you asking for, guys? I want the whole sports section. Okay. Yeah. Just one day a week. I'll take the, You can just rename the sports section the common man section. Are you bringing your own advertising? Well, we have advertisers on this show. I think they jump in with me, right? Probably so, yeah. Plus some of the classifieds in the back of the paper. You You're know, not already from... in the classifieds? <laughs> yep, a lot of those massage ads are me okay. in the back of the paper. I'm glad you're here, though. Um, I've missed you. You are a true professional. There are not a ton of those people left in the radio business because they either get thrown out or they quit because they're frustrated. But I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that you're in town and you're doing well. I, I am having a lot of fun. If there's one thing that keeps me young, that's it. I'm just enjoying the heck out of life. I have been told that you have a tool of the week, too. Do you want to do it now, or do you want to save it? I, I will save it, but I, I, I will tell, I'll tell you who it is, Okay, all but right. I won't tell you why, Okay, because that's the thing. All right. My tool of the week is going to be the NFL, but not for the reason not people Deshaun assume. Not Deshaun Watson? Not Deshaun Watson. Okay. You've wet that's my too whistle. obvious. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's at 434, right? Yes. Look at you. Teasing ahead like a professional. I learned from the best. Uh, what did I want to ask you? Oh, speaking of the NFL, roughing the passer. I read this today. The NFL is going to be cracking down on roughing the passer penalties, but apparently not the way that we think. They called more roughing the passer penalties last year than ever before. However, what they're going to do, or at least what they say they're going to do, is cut down on throwing the flag for incidental contact penalties. You know, how many times were you watching an NFL game last year and you said, I can't believe that's a roughing the passer penalty. They apparently want to do away with that and put more emphasis on, you know, contact to the head and things like that, as they should. I understand that. But I know how much football you watch, and of course I watch a ton of football. These drive-killing mm. penalties are so frustrating to watch. I would like to think this will result in in some good results. However, we did have the story earlier in the week that they're going to crack down on illegal contact penalties. Five yards automatic first down. It seems like every single time the NFL opens up their mouth to change a rule, it is to benefit the offense. And as a consumer and someone who just cares about the flow of the game, it's extremely frustrating. I... Well have a football officials license. I've been licensed. I'm not current with my license. I haven't kept up Just on it. Just lie to people, Laura. They a don't little, know. I, I'm a little busy that time of year. I think they'd figure out that I'm not on the football field, though. Um, but I, I was licensed. And even that many years ago when I was licensed, there was, uh, in our officiating classes, a discussion of the principle of, forgive the vulgarity, but screw the offense. Uh, screw the defense, rather. Um, because officials are taught... That the rules are there to 
benefit the offense. Well, right. The officials have to do what the yeah. league wants them to do, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. And if you can figure out what the league wants you to do, because when they tell you incidental, you know, and then you have to decide what that is in that split well, that, moment. Well, that's the thing. You're you're turning something that I think shouldn't be a judgment call into a judgment call. Mm-hmm. I think we should eliminate judgment calls because it's it's hard enough to officiate these games. You know, you're not an NFL official. You weren't an NFL official. But the the speed of these games, you have to get it right, and then you have to think about it for a second. And what was the intent of this person? That's one of my big issues with uh, targeting calls in college football. Is that not only are we you know, penalizing the act, we're judging the intent. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we get into a sticky situation. And you say you have to think about it for a second, but you don't even get that second. Because when Terry Porter threw that flag, all Miami fans are insisting that wasn't a pass interference because he took a second to think about it. So you're not even given that luxury of taking time to process what happened. You're trying to react in the moment. I was talking Buckeye football with Adam King in the last segment. You, of course, work for the dispatch. It's probably, what, 75% of what you guys put in the paper every single day is uh, Buckeye we, football we stuff? We try to vary it up, but yes, we are but, well, very yeah, heavy look, on Buckeye coverage. We, You know what pays the bills. Yes. We know what pays the bills. Yes. We're getting to that time of year now where it's going to be all football all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was saying, because of my own psychosis, all of the confidence with this team this year is actually making me nervous. Do you buy into all of the hype that we've heard so far on Buckeye football? Do you think it's almost a foregone conclusion that this team is going to be in the playoffs contending for a national championship? Well, I live firmly by the mantra that the one way to avoid disappointment is to expect disappointment. Um, And that's that's why we've been friends for a long time. (laughs) But I I was very um, down on the team last year, actually. But this year, the optimism has returned. I do think Knowles makes a big difference. I worry about the depth of OSU's secondary. I mean, when you've got kickers trying out for spots there, yeah, that's not yeah. a real great vote of confidence for me. just sort of toss that away and say, well, it's Ohio State. They'll find somebody. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if there's an injury in the secondary, I really worry. Um, but it will be interesting to see if Knowles can finally unleash that defensive line talent that Ohio State has had there for a few years, but that has somehow gone untapped. Yeah, um, that could balance out things, given what's going on in the in the defensive backfield. But no, I am optimistic about this team. I just think they can win shootouts. I and the real big game on the schedule is the first one, obviously, and Michigan, of course. But that's its we own. Have, yeah, we have a that's ways its for own. That. Yeah. Um, and I just think of how good a coach Luke Fickle is and how he looked in his first game. And so I don't, you know, your first game as Notre Dame's head coach, as a college football head coach, is against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I don't envy him. Not to mention against Ohio State, yes. That would be intimidating for everybody. But a guy who went to Ohio State. Yes. A guy that had to answer questions in the offseason about, well, you know what, he's he's done it to himself. I know he likes to say I was misquoted, but he's essentially said, I wish I didn't go to Ohio State. I took this job at Notre Dame because I didn't want to make the same mistake twice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we read that any other way than you're somehow ashamed of your Ohio State career. He will come out and say that's not what he said. 
but you're dealing with all of that swirling around. I know Notre Dame's going to be ready, but I just don't think they're that talented. You know, Adam, Adam and I were talking about this last hour. Do you really believe that Notre Dame's the fifth best team in the country? No, I don't either. I don't. Now, it's a good way to start because you go out there and you, you win that game and maybe you win that game by 20 plus points. Pollsters look at you and say, wow, okay, they're for real. But you're right. I think you have a chance week one to go out and make a big statement. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you grow from there. I just get worried about the false confidence that comes from beating what I believe to be an overrated Notre Dame team. Yeah. Where we I, say, well, I they beat Notre Dame. That. They can beat everybody. No, it's going to be different than that. There are some talented teams in this conference. If you have a bad day, they will get you. Mm-hmm. We, we've seen that. Now, I don't know if that's going to be Michigan or going to be somebody else on this schedule, but even though you're more talented than any other team in this conference, doesn't mean that you can't lose on a particular day. Yeah. Now, a couple quick things. One, I do believe that Freeman enjoyed his time at Ohio State. If not, he wouldn't keep surrounding himself with Ohio State people. You know, he wouldn't have followed Luke Fickle. He wouldn't be working with Laurenitis now. I mean, I, th- I really do think he has a genuine affinity for the Buckeyes. Uh, and, and then secondly, yeah, I... I understand what you mean about overconfidence, but I think what happened against Michigan last year, I just remember how long the hangover from the Virginia Tech loss where Ohio State got the snot beat out of them because Virginia Tech lined up in a bare defense, play after play after play after play, and OSU couldn't somehow figure that out. I remember how long that lingered in the psyche of OSU's players. I think that last year's Michigan loss could have the same inspiring effect on the Buckeyes. So I hope you're right, because I can't tolerate the alternative, Lori. If they Jake Cyber plays at the corner, though, all of this goes out the window. I'm just saying, they, uh, they come in here this year and do it again, and Ryan Day has a losing record against Michigan, and we're looking at them playing in the Big Ten championship game. You're going to have to help me with my medication. Take the car battery out and shock me back to life because I won't be able to deal with it. I will no longer be the resident vampire. I will be the scene from Indiana Jones with the face melting. That's 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 if that happens again, because we get all those letters and phone calls. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh, Lori Schmidt is with me this hour. Coming up next, a college football coach and a college basketball coach from the same school may fight with each other. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. We're looking at slow traffic on 70 eastbound between Mound Street and 315, and US 33 eastbound has a slowdown between 270 and Gender. This report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance, bundling with Nationwide to Save. Columbus, Ohio, Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling. To save you money, Protect All Insurance. Protecting life's important moments, call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Special time for Tool of the Week. That is 434. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Bone is on vacation this week, so I've had Jen Winters with me Monday through Thursday. And then today, for our two-hour extravaganza, because we have Browns football at 5, 
10 TV's Adam King was with me for the 3 o'clock hour. And now my old friend Lori Schmidt is here. Now here's what we're going to do. Okay. I'm going to do my impersonation of you. All right. And then you're going to do an impersonation of me doing an impersonation of you. Got it? Yeah, sounds easy enough. Okay, Teddy, are you ready? I need you to judge who does fake Lori better. Okay. <laughs> me or real Lori. All right? I'll go first. I don't want you to be confused. It's like, well, what am I hearing now? Real Lori or fake Lori? Here we go. Yeah, make sure you close your eyes on this. Yeah, close Ted. your eyes. Theater close of mind. All right. Woo! Hello, everyone. All right, now you go. Woo! There's pedestrians. <laughs> I must hit them. Oh, well. Let's discuss that. Because you are, and I've told you this many times, the worst driver of all time. Yes, you have told are me Are you still the worst driver of all time? Did you kill anyone on the way over here? Uh, only a couple. Only a couple? Like an elderly couple that was crossing the street? No, no actually, in all the time I've known you, I haven't been involved in an accident. Uh, you were the well, closest. You, know you were the of. closest. What are you talking about? You ever look in your rearview mirror and just see flames and cars flipping around because they're responding to your terrible driving? You, we need to tell people the story of why this came to be a thing. We were you, assigned. You tell, go ahead. We, we were assigned you and I to cover an Ohio State football game, and our program director at the time had given all the parking passes to his family members. Yes. So we were on the air up until like an hour before kickoff. Uh, we went to OSU trying to find a parking space less than an hour before kickoff. Uh, we could not find a space, and I was very, very frustrated, especially since the Buckeyes were playing that day some, like, uh, directional school that... Yes, but you're, you're, campus le- you're leaving out how, you know, an hour before kickoff, what is happening around the stadium? People are walking. Yes. To get to the yes. stadium. And I was willing to run them over to do well, our, that's my the job. Thing, is that, that is true. You were treat. Look, if you were just to come across a random person walking in the middle of the street on a regular day, mm-hmm. be like, well, what are you doing here? Right. But when they're walking to a game, you expect them to be there. You, though, were so frustrated with the situation. You were just picking these people off. Yes. They were bouncing off the windshield. They were in my way. <laughs> we do an important job, darn it, and I wanted to be there on time rather than at the end of the first quarter when OSU was already going to be up by 40 Man, points. I had bad experiences going to games. I had, I had a bad experience with you killing people driving. I went to a basketball game once with Jay Burson. Oh, no. Where Jay said, I'll drive. And oh, so we no. got in Jay's car, which had like the rims falling off, and the the hood of the car was flopping around. Were your feet falling through the floorboard? And we were going to a Buckeye basketball game, and the parking attendant wouldn't let us park in the lot. And then Jay starts arguing with this guy. You know, and look, I'm not one to say, don't you know who I am? But when you were a Buckeye basketball captain and you broke your neck mm-hmm. for this school... I think the parking attendant shouldn't give you so much sass. Yeah. Now, I understand that sometimes it's hard to identify these people, but we should get everybody, football captains and basketball captains, like permanent like merit badges to wear mm-hmm. so that all the crotchety ushers know, oh, okay, this person is somebody. But I thought he was going to get out of the car and fight the elderly attendant, and I would have to bail him out of jail. Oof. 
Yeah, but I guess it's better than you killing pedestrians. He, he wouldn't have lasted long. The traffic attendant wouldn't have. Uh, well, I thought Jay. you meant Jay Jay's... wouldn't last long in prison. Well, there's. I'm not going there. Can I play horse in the yard? <laughs> He'd take them for for all their money. Oh my god! Uh, football coach and a basketball coach may get into fights. This is Kentucky. John Calipari, of course, is the basketball coach. Uh, he said, "This is a basketball school. It's always been that." He says, Alabama's a football school. So is Georgia. I mean, they are. No disrespect to our football team. I hope they win 10 games and go to bowls. At the end of the day, that makes my job easier, and it makes the job of all of us easier. But this is a basketball school, and so we need to keep moving in that direction and keep doing what we're doing. So John Calipari says that. That was at 3.06 p.m. Okay. Um, Mark Stoops, the football coach, retweeted somebody at 318 that said basketball school i thought we competed in the sec hashtag four straight postseason wins after his initial tweet uh the head coach retweeted a post from a 24 7 sports reporter calling calipari's comments insulting not long after he retweeted a local reporter who said the football team has had more success than basketball the last four to five years not even close. So clearly, Mark Stoops feels a certain way about this mm-hmm. because he is retweeting people who are saying complimentary things about the football program and saying, what are we doing talking about how we're just a basketball school? I'm sure a couple days will go by and they'll spin this like it's all in good fun. But you and I both know that it's not, right? I didn't follow any of that. I've been too busy recasting White Man Can't Jump with Jay Burson in my head. <laughs> that is... Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, Billy, you're so stupid. <laughs> Billy. Which one would he... Obviously, he'd be Woody, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Right? Be, right. I, <laughs> Even though Wesley Snipes is the guy who's hustling people he, out of money. That's what I pictured Jay to be doing. Because no one would picture... Like, you just see Jay walking around a court and you have no idea who he is just unassuming guy and he's like hey i got some money in my pocket would you like to play a game of horse you're probably like this guy i'm gonna take him for everything he's got and then he walks out there and hustles you takes all your money he's the wesley snipes character there you go okay no, i'm sure jay person and wesley snipes are regularly compared to one another teddy i was gonna say woody harrelson's character he was swindling people out of money he did that at the very beginning oh, that's to right. Wesley You're Snipes. Right. It's, been yeah. a, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, Ted. They're both con men. Thanks, Ted. There you go. Thanks for jumping in. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, speaking of football coaches and basketball coaches, tell me if there's any smoke with this. So Tom Izzo gets a new deal over at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, five years, $31 million, $6.2 million per season. Mel Tucker signed his new deal he averages $9.5 million a season. I know that Tom Izzo will probably say, it doesn't matter what he's making. I'm very happy making my $6.2 million. But if we're going to talk about football school, basketball school, Michigan State has been a basketball school mm-hmm. because of Tom Izzo. Do you think there's any sort of behind-the-scenes where Tom Izzo feels slighted by this, or do you think he just doesn't care? I don't think he cares. And I think he and Mel Tucker are actually good friends from what I understand. Uh, and obviously, um, Mel Tucker being so 
open about how much he's tried to pattern some of his success after what Izzo has done with the basketball program. I mean, I th- I think that respect is the coin of the realm for Tom Izzo, and he's getting it in spades from Mel Tucker. Um, so I and I think there's also probably an understanding that uh, Tom Izzo created the success in the athletic department that led to boosters that wanted to give so much yeah, money to make Mel Tucker's contract possible. So I, I, I think he's okay with where he's at. Uh, we have tool of the week coming up next. Lori has said that she has a tool for the NFL, mm-hmm. but it's not what you think. It's not Deshaun Watson related, right? It is not Deshaun Watson related. Okay. Tool of the week. Send in your Twitter tools now at man and bone nine seven one. We have a, a special time for tool of the week because we're out of here at five today. So join us next common man and T bone on the fan fan traffic from the Meister's bar and pizza traffic center. Expect delays on 315 southbound as there's a crash at 3rd Avenue blocking the center lane. It's causing a backup from King Avenue. And you have a crash blocking the left lane on the south side, 270 eastbound at I-71. You can expect delays there as well. This report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers. $1,600 weekly earning potential with overtime opportunities. $5,000 sign-on bonus and attendance bonuses apply at RumpkeCareers.com. Or visit Rumpke on Fields Avenue Tuesday through Thursday from 11 to 3. EOE restrictions apply. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, is moving. No lo- new location announced soon. Always open and now with free shipping at ConradsOSU.com. Lori Schmidt is with me. Now, before we get to the listener tools, you said you have a tool for the NFL. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours. Go ahead. Well, I am siding with 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan, who said about the NFL, I have such a beef with them right now. It's a tough issue going on. They won't let me pick out my own hat. Like he can't wear... What kind of hat does he want to wear? Like He designed his own baseball like the, cap. You could put the beer cans yeah. on the side of it? The, the beer koozie hat? And no, the straw? I don't think so. No, uh, he has his own 49ers hat with like black lettering. and He was very excited about it. And how dare the NFL make rules about sideline apparel that govern hats because hats in all shapes and forms should be welcome everywhere. And that is from Queen of the Hats, Lori Schmidt. Uh, Jack, they also did something with Deshaun Watson that I uh, wasn't Who cares about up, that? Yeah. Uh, Jack says, my guys. Uh-oh, I didn't put the thing on. Excuse me. My fault. My tool of the week is you two. Imagine creating a crushable beer and only offering six packs. I'd look like a real degenerate carrying four of them to the register. Hashtag go to hell. Well, they only make six packs at Zaftig. What do you want from me? Although that's not just taking it. Uh, Colton Two Names says, My tool of the week is Common Man for making fun of T-Bone and his love of mild wings when he's not there to defend himself. Bone can't help what he loves. Yes, he can. Hashtag never forget. How are you going to defend yourself? You're a grown man. Get at least a medium. Common Man's Mother Bar says, my hose. Damn. My tool of the week is the genius that almost hit me in the fan's parking lot today. I was dropping off some food, and this DB just starts pulling out of his spot 
not even a glance to see if anyone was behind him. All right, first of all, where's my food that you dropped off? Second of all, it was probably Lori. <laughs> it was probably <laughs> Lori. I, I haven't pulled out of my parking space yet, so no, but be forewarned. Uh, Brandon says, my guys. Ain't nobody got time for that. My tool of the week is anyone on the road with two wheels. It's Sturgis rally time out here in South Dakota, and they think road rules don't apply to them. Just because one bike goes at the stop sign doesn't mean all 40 bikes have the right to go as well. Go straight to jail. Hashtag GTH. Uh, Unknown Stuntman says, My tool of the week is T-Bone for claiming he climbed a mountain when all he did was walk a path. I have not been keeping up with T-Bone on uh, social media on his westerly trip. Did you know that T-Bone was hiking and losing yes. weight and doing all this stuff? I actually did. I, I just figured someone told him to touch grass and he took it a little too literally. But mm -hmm. he really has been uh, quite the outdoorsman. And I enjoy watching his basketball highlights on Instagram. So you're the one. Yes. But I'm glad you enjoy it. Uh, David says, my guys. You got them all hot. My tool of the week is my mother-in-law. We're going to the Jags-Browns game tonight, and she's wearing a Notre Dame jersey. What is that? Well, that's a clear jersey violation is what that is. And your mother-in-law should be escorted right to jail. Uh, Paulie Two Shirts says, my guys. This guy, this is not my kind of guy. My tool of the week is whoever sends out the gift card prizes... Uh, I received $50 to Buffalo Wild Wings, and the cards weren't activated. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing, but that sounds like something we would do. I was on my way with my family when I received a DM that they wouldn't work. <laughs> Just kidding. I was by myself because I'm a fat ass. So the cards <laughs> didn't work. And then we send out a message, Teddy, saying don't use them. They don't work. This is a true story. I got an email from uh, Sticker Brad. Who? Stupid Brad. Okay, good. <laughs> saying that, hey, can you contact these uh, these two guys? Oh, so you had to comment or uh, contact them? Yeah, so I contact them and tell them, hey, don't use those cards. We'll send you some new I, ones I, that actually work. I have not heard this story yet. That's great. Uh, not great for you, but par for the course here at the fan. Eric says, my guys. I'm a man. I'm 40. My tool of the week goes to my future father-in-law. He told me he'd go to the Blue Jackets versus Canes game on opening night. He's backing out because he found out they were in the upper bowl. He doesn't realize you can see everything just as good, if not better. What a spoiled father-in-law. The in-laws are not having a good day on Tool no, of the Week. No, we had a mother-in-law who's Tool of the Week, got a future father-in-law Tool of the Week. Who's turning down tickets just because of the upper bowl? It's beautiful. The game on opening night, especially. Oh, opening night is something special. Are you going to go out for opening night this year? I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to try. All right. I missed it last year. I'm going this year. Uh, Clint says, "My guys." Oh yeah. My toll of the week is the person first thing Monday morning getting on 71 South from 161 and going all the way across all lanes of traffic to the fast lane and proceeding to drive 55. Hashtag GTH. Lori apologizes for that as well. All bad driving things, it's Lori. Woo! <laughs> Don't ever do that again. It's fake Lori that's Don't doing ever, all this no, havoc on no, the roadways. No, real Lori's doing that. Uh, Zane says, my guys. Would you like to touch my monkey? 
Uh, my tool of the week is Common Man for not accepting my Facebook friend request. If I don't know you, I will not accept you. I've told you this before. Do not friend me on Facebook. It's just for my mom and my aunts. That's it. Uh, who else? Christopher says, my guys. Jim D. Chiqua. I am friends with Lori on Facebook, though, because I know Lori. My tool of the week is Roger Goodell for not having the intestinal fortitude to end this Watson nonsense in a timely manner. Grow a pair, you sackless SOB. Hashtag GTH. I do not disagree. Uh, Urban's Little Meyer says, my guys. Uh. Did you get a chance to see Paul Keels while you were in here? I did. I got the biggest bear hug. I missed that. He doesn't give me those hugs anymore. Does he give you those hugs, Teddy? He stopped a long time ago. Yeah, he stopped. My tool of the week is autocorrect because this week I was working on a project with a female co-worker and texted her that I wanted to remind her, don't forget to bring your spare parts. But spare parts was autocorrected to sperm farts. You have a weird autocorrect. And I appreciate it. Uh, Jerry says, my tool of the week is my long COVID-having diabetes-riddled body. Jesus. Stopped at the driving range yesterday. Didn't feel great, but still went. Hit 10 chips or so okay. Then went to tee up the ball for the driver. Got super dizzy and fell headfirst into the wall. I suck. Sorry to hear that, Jerry. Mitch says, my guys and gal. Timing up that disc. My tool of the week is my brother Dave. I'm trying to visit you and my niece, but you won't reply back your availability. You will, however, send me a random text about the fight your stomach is having with your gas station taquito, followed by a really vile GF. Hashtag priorities. Man, when someone doesn't want to see me, that's like heaven. All right, Lori. You're going to be in charge now okay. of picking a winner. Okay. I mean, I would pick you, but I can't give you the prize. And chances are the prize, whatever it is, doesn't work anyway. Well, uh, I, I admire uh, the defender of T-Bone uh, no, and no, defender no. of Mild Wings. But but I'm going to go with a guy with enough courage to call out a bunch of bikers. Oh, the I mean, uh, Sturgis guy? Yes, Holy cow, do you have to have some cojones to call out the Sturgis bikers? Have you seen those guys? That is Brandon. Brandon? Presumably in South Dakota. Brandon gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. It may work. It may not. Teddy may have to message you saying, hey, man, it's not activated. Sorry, South Dakota. You're out of luck. I didn't know that was part of your job description. Breaking the bad news to people, their prizes don't work. Apparently, I'm good at breaking bad news, so it was left to me. Because everybody else was on vacation. They are like, hey, I'm out of the office, man. Of course. <laughs> We're a seasonal business, Teddy. Don't you know that? That's right. Uh, we have our last segment of the show. We're going to squeeze in Degenerate T-Bone. I'm going to be the Degenerate this week. I've got some great gambling stuff for you and back page starring panama ted and of course Lori is here common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center 
On the south side, we have a crash closure, 270 westbound between US-23 and 71, so you'll have to avoid that stretch. Elsewhere, you have a crash blocking the center lane, southbound 315 at 3rd Avenue. It's causing a backup from Lane Avenue. This report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance, bundling, bundling with Nationwide to save. Protect All Insurance with offices through Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Visit protectallinsurance.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Last segment because we have Brown's preseason action coming up at the top of the hour. Lori Schmidt is with me. Final segment for Lori. Final segment of the week. I hope you'll come back and do this again. I'd love to because I, I, I tell you, you what, not only do I miss you, but I miss 97.1 The Fans listeners. They are reminding you of things, aren't they? Yes, they are. We are we've been uh, going back and forth over Twitter about some of the um, old bits that... We were, I was involved in. You're always a good sport. The real you and the fake you. He, well, fake me especially because anytime there was a bit I didn't want to do, Whoa. you just did the impression. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, we have degenerate T-bone quickly. And by the way, I'm going to do it this week. I'm not going to tell you what to bet. I'm just going to tell you what you could bet. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. All right, Lori, if you disagree with any of these suggestions, feel free to chime in. Oh, I disagree with betting only because I don't have any money. I work in a newspaper. All right, a friendly reminder. If you are gambling on preseason football, please call the number on the back of the lottery ticket. Don't do it. Now, crew in Colorado tomorrow. Colorado sits 10th in the West out of playoff position, but they have won three of their last four. It's always tough to go play at altitude. Rapids are favored in this game. If you believe in the crew, they're getting plus 250 on the money line, which means a $100 bet could win you $250. Who are you picking tomorrow? Crew or Colorado? I think Crew wins, but I if is there is there a line there? I, I missed it. Well, Crew underdogs plus two fifty. So what you should do is put a hundred dollars oh, yeah. on the Crew. Yeah, that newspaper money. There you go, and you'll win two hundred fifty bucks. I, I'm okay with picking the Crew, even though I think Jossie Zard is is very very motivated for that one. Uh, Guardians with a big series in Toronto starting tonight. The Jays were red hot. They have cooled off quite a bit on their recent road trip. They are back at home tonight. Vegas likes the Jays to rebound and win this game. Jose Barrios is on the mound. Guardians have roughed him up once this season. If you think it's going to happen again, Guardians are getting plus 140 on the money line. Finally, my favorite, Teddy. NASCAR at Richmond on Sunday. Yeah. You didn't think I was going to go here, did you? <laughs> yes. Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch. These are your favorites. And for me, that's boring. Cody Ware, I'm looking at you, buddy. 5,000 to 1 odds for my guy, the code man, to win this race. You put a hundo on Cody Ware and you win 500 grand. <laughs> yeah. Not What's going the to problem? Happen. It's not happening. What do you mean it's not going to happen? He's, he's in the race, isn't he? Yeah, everybody else would have to have a heart attack or crash on the first lap. It's not happening. 100 bucks to win 500 grand? 
Just give me the hundred bucks. I'll make the bet for you. All right. That is my degenerate T-bone gambling segment. I don't feel good actually telling you what to bet on, so I just told you what you could bet on. Although, if you don't bet $100 on Cody Ware, why do you hate Cody Ware so much? I don't hate him. He's just on a team that's not you know very good. They don't have the money to succeed in that, at that level. Okay. I think he's going to win. You'll know if I come in here Monday morning very happy yes. that I put some money on yeah. Cody Ware. Not Cody Rhodes. How's he doing? Good? He's healing, but uh, still a few months away. Okay. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Panama Ted is doing Back Page Mm -hmm. today. Go ahead, Teddy. Uh, Did you see this? Some sad news in the entertainment world. Michelle Branch, she was arrested for domestic violence. Her arrest oh, no. took place after she revealed her split from her husband of three years. You are everything to me. Patrick Carney, that's her uh, my eyes. husband. It's you I see. He's the drummer for the band, the Black Keys. And uh, she accused him of cheating on her with his manager while she was at home taking care of their six-month-old child. All right, if that turns out to be true, you are legally allowed to beat his ass. Right? Yeah, I they agree, shouldn't yeah. arrest you for domestic no. violence. They no. say, all right, what happened? Shake her Cheated hand. Cheated on you while you were pregnant with his manager. All right, good enough. Punch him again. Yeah. So she's accused of slapping him a couple times. And, of course, we're all familiar with her breakout single, Everywhere. I am. It just celebrated its 20th anniversary this year. Yeah. It's incredible. Remember, you and I would listen to it standing on garbage cans in the morning. Right, Teddy? Yeah. Those were some good times. All right. Also, John Cruck, he was doing some analyst work for NBC Sports Philadelphia last night. And he mentioned he doesn't know much about Seinfeld, but he told us uh, he knew of an old story between uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and a friend of his, Tom Arnold. He said, yeah, I've never met her, but Tom had some issues with her over parking spots when Tom was on the Roseanne show and she was on Seinfeld. Unfortunately... He didn't tell us anything about the story. He just said it? he just said he knew about this. No. He says I can't, you know, tell you this on the air. But uh, well, then don't bring it up on the air. Exactly. Then. So we're left to wonder if it involved a scofflaw or not. Thank you, Teddy. You're welcome. I love how you're criticizing him for not having the details, and you share the story without any details. Well, we're upset that we don't yes. have details, yeah, but we're, we don't know the details, so yes. we can't give them. All right. Last thing for you. Okay. What's your favorite memory? Working, you know, I don't have time for it. I thought I had time. I have a heart out because of Browns football. What well, that is is a good excuse to get you in here again. Looking forward to it. to do the show with me again, and we'll do a whole show, not just this stupid hour stuff. Okay, okay. Thank you, Lori. Uh, Browns football is coming up next. Browns and Jags. Have a great weekend. We're going to be back on Monday. Me and Bone all together. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. On the south side, 270 westbound is back open after being closed earlier, but the right two lanes are still blocked. Between US 23 and 71, you can expect uh, stop-and-go traffic from Alum Creek Drive, and you have a crash blocking the center lane, 315 southbound at 3rd Avenue. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. New Staples Connect app has exclusive app-only savings. Now download the Staples Connect app today and get tens, get $10 off your next in-store purchase of $50 or more. 
Find your happy place with the Staples Connect app in-store only. Offer ends 1231. See app for full offer details. Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Casting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lin- Suspension. The Giants beat the Patriots Thursday night and plenty of focus on the New England offense with no coordinator in place. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. There are different iterations of this Bill Belichick system over like two decades. So short term going to be a bit of an issue. Long term.